Okay, here's the gist. I'm a gay guy who's been living in New York City for the past three decades. I got shit to talk about. I also have awesome friends who also have a lot of shit to talk about. That's what this podcast is about. Way off the record. People that you never hear from that you need to hear from. Because trust me, girl, you need this fabulous in your life. Welcome to Way Off the Record. Uh, I'm here with my friend Eric Shepard, who has written this amazing album called White Ribbon Highway. Uh, Eric, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. So, White Ribbon Highway, I'm dying to know what that name means. Uh, so it kind of has a double meaning. Perfect. <laughs> um, it's been written in a notebook for 30 years, maybe. 30? Close to. Well, because I, I know you said that has been. this has been like a 10-year process for this album. Yes. 30 years? Um, girl, how old are you? You're not even... You're like 40. I know. So you wrote this down when you were 10. Yeah. I have a now piece of paper know. with quote-unquote like pretend band names mm. or album names. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge list of them. Anyway, White Ribbon Highway stuck. And I realized it was actually a way of calling it... It's like a snow-covered road in Michigan. Of course. Because that's where I'm from. Of course. Um, But it can also be kind of a sexual thing. Oh? Like, uh, you know the band Thin White Rope? Mm Mm-hmm. Then a white ribbon highway is kind of the oh. same thing. <laughs> oh. So it's like a little jizz highway. Is that, is a it? white ribbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but for 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 Disney, it's a it's a snow covered street. <laughs> of course it is. Snow white. That's fabulous. I had no idea. Um, that's why I wanted to ask that question. All right, so my general take on this album, we're gonna, we're gonna. So the interview is gonna be about um, just sort of general things for me and, and Eric, and then we're gonna delve into each individual track and really explore uh, what this lyric means and where did this idea come from and and such. So, but for my general take. Um, I've been obsessed with this album, and I'm, I have to say, this album really um, hooked me in from the very first, like, beat. Honest to God. Wow. Like, all of the awesome. things that we talked about. Yeah. Um, so I'm really happy to be able to talk to you about that. Oh. All right. So, um, what I noticed, one of the things that I noticed about this album that I think is really interesting is it's a series of nine songs and if I'm looking at it like like a two-dimensional design, I see in the background this really interesting ambient noise that stretches the whole from beginning to end, and then you have track one, track two, track three, up to, to nine, almost like, you know, the, the fundamental sort of noise, which is like car traffic and ambient kind of fucked up cool noise, and then you have the, the actual tracks laid on top of that grass mm. or whatever. Yes. Okay, so for the for the actual production of this thing, what I'm fascinated to ask you is, and I'm just going to list the things and then we can talk about them. Okay. Um, I get the sense that this is a one-man shop that you've done, like um, main vocals, harmonizing vocals, um, the mixing, producing... Uh, instrumentation, electronics. Was this just you, or did you have friends come in and contribute? Nope. It's I that's knew it. just me. I knew it. Oh my god, that's so much uh, fucking cooler, dude. I I toyed around the idea uh, with the idea of having um, somebody contribute drums to mm-hmm. one of the songs. Um, they it ended up not happening. 
they weren't ready in time. Mm -hmm. So I finished it with my own drumming. And so I can safely say there's no one else touching this record. Fuck, dude. Bravo. Bravo. No, honestly. I knew that, but I just had to ask that question. Yeah. Dude, you... Okay, so this is is technically my fourth record, but it's the second one that I've publicly released, so I'm calling it two. Okay. All right. I'm going to... At the end of this interview, by the way, I'm going to have links to... Uh, where you can buy the album um, and some other links to things that we're going to talk about. Um, I'm going to take a little break here. Okay, we're back with uh, Eric Shepard, and we're talking about his new amazing album, White Ribbon Highway. So, Eric, I'm dying to know, ever since I heard the first few beats of this album... From your perspective as a as a writer as a musician, do you start with a lyric and then build a melody out, or vice versa, or both, or what is the process like? It always starts with, well, for this record, it start it still starts with guitars. It always starts with a guitar. Oh, nice. Um, a lot of the songs on this record are originally guitar ideas that were recorded over the last 10 years. Okay. And they've just been sitting on a hard drive. And when I decided to start actually for real recording this, um, I dug up all those little demo pieces and then started building off of those melodies. So everything starts with some sort of kind of guitar lick or guitar melody. Uh, But the muse for this record was the piano. There's piano on every track. And... A lot of a lot of it started with guitar. Everything gets written on guitar and then I will then learn it on the piano and play the piano parts. And then a lot some of it's guitar and piano playing together. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So okay, so you started with these guitar melodies. How then and not to get into the weeds of it so much, but I'm really fascinated to know how you built out singular melody into this sonic landscape how do you go from a single sort of riff melody Mm. into this like lush sonic multi level sound thing uh it it's almost improvisation almost okay it's i hear it in my head Mm -hmm. like i can have a guitar line and i'll record it and as I'm listening back to it, I just start to hear other things happening. And and do you do you write it down or do you just record no, it? No, I just record it. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I don't have written notes for music. Mm-hmm. I have a few, but it's more like tablature, just right, so I don't right, forget like right. a guitar line or something. Right. But it's very basic. Uh, but the music on there, that's it's if I don't record it it'll be gone before the end of the day and then it's gone and I'll never have it back. So fucking awesome. I'm, I'm it's, it's, it's a lot of getting into the zone and just, yeah, yeah. It just happens. Um, you have this really beautiful way of phrasing your lyric. One of the first things I struck me when I listened to this was you split those phrases into like thirds and fourths and you know go from like one to like part of two and then two a little bit and then three and it creates its own rhythm almost that somehow the way you sing is almost like its own instrument yeah that's kind of the goal you know that was intentional yeah for me okay first of all the very last thing that happens on any song that I do is the lyrics really it's always the final thing that happens seriously yes i will actually come up with vocal melodies that are just like humming Mm -hmm. so i know what i'm gonna the notes i'm gonna sing but the words are always the last thing that happens and so i will be i don't get showering for work in the morning and suddenly i'll start getting lyrics 
And so I'll write them down on whatever I can. And this time it happened to be just putting them in, in notes on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they're going to actually fit into the song. So it's kind of nice to just, instead of trying to make a full sentence, I'll break it up. Right. It's for, it's, it's, it, I think it's more interesting to hear the how the words fit the song and instead of trying to formulate a sentence that's just plain and obvious i'm not sure if that makes sense it's okay to like have a line end and a new line begin and it's still part of that first one exactly exactly okay one other thing that i've noticed when listening to this album the songs all of the songs in general is you have these lush melodies these gorgeous sort of multi-layered sonic melodies except for like the first track and we'll get into the tracks in a minute that by and large are really beautiful and and sort of lovely and then you have these lyrics that are anything but that Mm, yeah which is really interesting yeah dichotomy it and and the more time passes the more fitting the record is called two the theme of duality running through it there's a lot of uh if you start to really pay attention to each individual song Mm -hmm. most of them are built on melodies that are one and two there's like a one and a two and it's just repetition of those two melodies right it kind of happened without me realizing and it's been that way for me creatively my entire life i don't know why i'm doing what i'm doing and then after it exists i'm like oh yeah it's about that Oh, I can't wait to delve into um, the actual tracks. We're going to take a break and we're going to talk about each of the nine tracks. Okay, so we're back with Eric Shepard and his amazing album, White Ribbon Highway. So this part of the interview, I'm going to ask Eric about each of the nine tracks, you know, sort of general meanings, and we're going to delve a little bit into certain lyrics and then we're going to bracket the question and the lyric with samples of the lyrics that we're discussing. So, okay, so track one, June's Ruin. Yes. What is this song about? It's dark as fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's for, it's for good reason. First of all, I, you had your own interpretation of it, which is amazing, because I'd never thought of it that way. But it's... It's actually inspired by the abrupt uh, move from our previous apartment to our new place. The month of June 2018 Mm -hmm. was a very, very difficult time. (laughs) Because my question was like, is this about your relationship or is it the political climate? See, that's amazing. You, you, You could then take the song and apply it to those areas of of emotion but yeah but no it's for me writing the song it was about june 2018 and being in the apartment that i was in with the music studio and my husband and i were living there and suddenly like being taken to court by the landlord and just all of this horrible it just within moments our home became a negative dangerous place the lyric we suddenly found ourselves in a dangerous country our train is in the station and it's our time to leave still the fruit of june's ruin is july's fortune reward yes june was a very very dark bad place and then in july we were in a new apartment and it was a whole new chapter and it was like the sun rose Okay, so let's get into it. Let's listen to the first track, June's Ruin. This is White Ribbon Highway, track one, June's Ruin. Our train is in the station. Fortunate reward 
Now for the second track, Fortunate July. The whole timbre of the music opens up and it's much more, it's glorious. Yeah. It's somehow this like, everything that was closed off and beautiful in the first track is suddenly now shattered and, and open and yeah. unlevied. Yeah. It's and amazing. It's, it's a little difficult to put a song like that as track one because most people don't go beyond the first minute or so yeah, of the yeah. first track. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing when I, when I, when I very first heard this album. It wasn't enough to throw me off of it, but I was like, oh, okay. I was preparing myself. Yeah. You know? And then I heard the first track, and I was like looking around, and it it kind of fit my mood at the moment because I was, you know. <laughs> fucking York City subway and then um, and then I hear you know bracketed all these trucks we talked about this earlier there's like this beautiful kind of noise ambient noise which is a combination when I, ha I have to ask you about this in a bit um, that underlays all of it and then the second track and it just completely opens up yeah and it's so beautiful and joyful and it was it was amazing so we're gonna play some <clears throat> tracks from that i love the way you wordsmith it almost doesn't do it justice to 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 read it you have to hear how eric phrases these lyrics with the music because it's not your typical it's it's not really the words, it's how it's said. So everything that used to mean a lot is now not so meaningful. Yeah. It, everything that once was so everything is now so not now. But I think that's the beauty of this album is you take these fundamental human feelings and emotions and you make it poetry. The way you phrase, the way you... The way you wordsmith and then the way you phrase your lyrics and you blend, you know, what is typically, you know, one lyric and then a pause and the next lyric and a pause and you break those things into bits. But then you somehow manage to make it when I then listened to like, you know, it immediately like hit me the music and then I had the lyrics you know on my phone listening on my headset to um, each song and it just adds this whole layer this fabulous layer of dimension the way you break up phrases that's cool and it's and not know what's being said and then take your own interpretation mm -hmm. but then when you get the lyrics and you make another interpretation and it, it, yeah. it, it opens up other little corners. This is White Ribbon Highway, track two, Fortunate July. Okay, we're talking about track three, duality, which is, as we talked about, is sort of the central theme yeah. of the album. Yeah, it's 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 two. The album is two, mm. so it's duality. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, when I first knew that I was going to make two, 
Like I knew it was going to make another record. I knew that it was going to be about escapism. Mm. It was about um, all various ways that human beings get away from something. Much more internalized. That is me speaking to myself. You know? Yeah. You have those mornings in the shower where you're like, like parenting yourself <laughs> you're like oh why did you do this why did you do that you shouldn't be doing this you should be doing that yeah. that's you speaking to yourself so it's a duality they're mm-hmm. like well which one are you are you the parent first or person or third are you first person? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so um after after enough mornings of those i was just like wow so i'm i i need to stop being my own policeman i need to like stop having this duality mm. or should I investigate it? Should I start trying to figure out well, what is that? Well, why do I go there? Why am I having all of this duality? Why do you think that is? I mean, are you, are, do you question it or do you just accept it? Um, I accept one... it now. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone is. Yeah. Everybody's everyone. their own worst critic. Absolutely. So it's ba- the duality is basically a, a concentration of being your own worst critic. So one of the lyrics that I love is... Um, oh, and you wanted to ask me about Marty. Oh, yes, yes. So Marty... So it, it, the, the, this is like when White Ribbon Highway gets a little bit silly. So Marty, it, it's a reference to Marty McFly. It's the whole like uh, Back to the Future. Oh. oh, I'm in my future, I'm in my past. Oh. It's, so being your own policeman, being your own worst critic, you're constantly like... What are you going to do with your life? And so it's your past, your future. So all I know is, for me, Marty is like, it's like, oh, I'm real Marty. It's like, a, it's my way of saying like, oh, I'm, I'm constantly like looking at the past and looking at the future. And So what is, so I'm real Marty, comma, it reminds me of Jimmy and Jimi Hendrix. Yes, because Jimmy, as a guitar player, people are... Especially now, people are always like, oh, I'm very Jimi Hendrix, meaning they're constantly like um, being very like 70s classic, going, going backwards in time. But Jimi Hendrix, when he existed, was very futuristic. He always wanted yes. the newest pedal, yes. the newest contraption. If he was alive now, he'd probably be making like computer music, like MIDI. Yeah. It wouldn't be guitar at all. So, so. It's my way of saying, I'm real Marty. It reminds me of Jimmy. Like, I'm very, like, looking at my past, but it makes me think, oh, but I should be looking at my future. Or, or you know, oh, it's that, it's, it's again, it's my <laughs> way of hinting duality, past, future. This is White Ribbon Highway, track three, duality. This track, girl, this track to me is the one track, The Great Decline, it, there is no ambiguity. No. This song to me is, okay, let me just read a lyric to everyone. The strength in our diversity replaced with bitter apathy. How can we survive all of this? Constitution's been dismissed. Mm. So, this song is about what's going on. I'm assuming, yeah, right now. It's probably the one. It's it's for I for all intent 
in purpose. It's probably the one and only time I'm going to get political. I, I'm not a political person, mm-hmm. but this is the... F- this is the first time in my life where my own lifestyle is questioned by our current politics. Mm-hmm. And I have family members who openly say they love me, but have sided with these current political conditions. Right. And it it's just one of... I, I needed to take a moment to... to step outside of the the mud mm-hmm. and just make a of an observation of the bigger picture mm-hmm. that all of us collectively have been completely hit by the bus yeah yeah like yeah if you're not sure like straight white cis uh man rich and rich then you're kind of Left out. An envelope is something that wraps around you. Ignorance, like not knowing really about something. The whole idea of not knowing what's really happening about something. Like not... not oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. It's that whole concept has become something. Like social media give you news stories, mm-hmm. but you don't know if those are really true or not. So the, the whole concept of ignorance as an envelope... I, f- I just feel like it's happening everywhere. Like, yeah. And there's just this country, like, you know, all over the world. The, the, you know, there's regimes that are popping up and being yeah. elected. And, and, and I, like, I don't, know, I don't know if it's really happening. But, like, every once in a while you hear about how there's, like, rooms full of, like, hundreds of people in another country mm-hmm. on computers with fake accounts generating news stories to influence people in another country. Like yep. just the fact that that might exist. It's it, ignorance is an envelope. It's, it's all around us. The whole life, like we were people choosing to believe in one thing or choose to, to be like, Oh, this is what's going on and not really know that, Oh, maybe something else is actually happening. I feel like that's the dying embers of hope. Like <laughs> I, exactly to your point, your lyrics, still we pretend to be just fine i mean it's my it's my that's my farewell love song to america and democracy and democracy in some way yeah yeah basically i just i feel like something is happening and and most of us here in america living our daily lives Mm -hmm. might not quite feel it yet but i feel it something's mm-hmm. happening when when it changes when whatever happens and it changes it's i don't i don't know what it is but it's going to be weird it's going to be different yeah. for us yeah something's going on i agree something's happening this is white ribbon highway track four the great decline So we're back with Eric Shepard. So, track five, Wakoyo. Yes. Tell me what that means, first of all. So, uh, Wakoyo is um, when you, uh, the Peruvians in the Andes Mountains, that face mask yes. that's like yes. brightly colored, yeah. that is a Wakoyo. Okay. And. I Googled that girl, but I just had to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's. Meaning wise. Well. Again, duality. Mm. We wear masks. Mm. There's, there's the true self, 
behind the mask, and then there's the mask itself. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but there's also a there's a book that I read that I when I went to Peru, I got this book by a famous Peruvian author. I don't know his name, but it's called Death in the Andes. Mm. And the lyrics for the song are actually kind of taken from that book. Um, it's about these um, people who work in a mine in the Andes Mountains. They're miners, and the mountain is haunted, and things happen to Ooh. them. Dissolved um, by the white light. Yeah. Night turns into day. Halfway between ruts made by the rain, head for the highway. Keep the best part. Tell me the most important part. Yeah. Uh, that's, again, it's a duality thing. It's it's a conversation between one person and another person asking for their truth about mm. whatever it is that mm. you are asking for the truth about. Um, but at the same the time... Mask. But at the same time, you're okay with them giving you the truth that they want you to hear. Mm-hmm. So, tell me the best. T- tell me the b- best part. Tell me the most oh, important part. It's you're 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 telling this other person. Tell me the truth, or tell me what you want me to hear. Yeah, I'm okay Ooh. with that. It's it, it, again this duality. I love that. It's the constant struggle that mankind has with. Exactly. What do we do? We want to really know what's going on, or do we just want to hear what they want us to hear? Fabulous. This is White Ribbon Highway, Track Five, Wakoyo. Okay, we're back with Eric. We're going to talk about track six called Parallels. Mm. Uh, What's the song about? Well, it was inspired by a storyline about a brother and sister who were separated Uh but would reunite in their dreams. And one of them was like on the good guys and one of them was on the bad guys but in their dreams they were they would reunite and they they both wanted the same things but in reality the world that they existed in they were opposing each other so they were enemies in real life and together in their dreams oh so again duality parallels exactly it, it's it's a meditation upon the back and forth interplay between two people perfect yeah it's it's because it's not always pretty and sometimes it's gorgeous but it's both and and so i think in the lyrics it's it's back and forth and the way it's broken up it's kind of on purpose because i wanted it to i wanted it to feel kind of broken i wanted i instead Mm. of instead of it being sentences i wanted it to be more like Paying more attention to the syllables and the rhythm of the words. So pulled away the conversation of it and instead just let words happen so that it becomes more rhythmic. It becomes more of a meditation that way. Which is a very Tom York thing. Okay, I want to ask you about this particular lyric. Okay. Um, Can you feel my awful reservation to be vacant, cast away, defective, perfect? Wounded, so and so. Yeah, fucking love that. 
connected in our dreams, fighting for things unseen, never knowing when we'll meet this exit from the scene. Yeah. Talk to me about that, because it's just beautiful. Well, it's kind of a story about these two people that are connected in their dreams, but it's kind of a story. Um, And they're fighting for some sort of end and they're just like it's just it's fighting and fighting and fighting and never knowing when they're going to finally reach this goal that they both want even though they're on opposite ends of the spectrum in a way is it one person or is it two people it's two people okay it's two people that are connected but exist on opposite ends of the spectrum and when i finally I mean, the inspiration came from a TV show, of all things. Which show? Gifted. I'm not seeing that. It was a TV show about, kind of related to the X-Men. It's a comic book thing. Uh-huh. But it was, a, it was a, a brother and sister that originally were together, but then they got separated. And the, the brother became, like, a bad guy, and the sister was part of the good guys. But they would, like, see each other in their dreams. Oh. And it inspired me to this whole... Th- it kind of even relates to um, the fourth track with, you know, with like in our current political climate, like we've like here we are and we believe in these things. And then we've got like family members who like voted for Trump and they believe in these other things. But mm-hmm. in the end, we kind of all do want the same thing. We want like a nice place to live and to be financially safe and blah, 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 blah. I hope so. Right. I wonder. It's like, we're, are we fighting? Uh, in, in this story, we're fighting for the same things, even though we're completely on different teams. But right. really, but really, I just wanted, I just really wanted to tell that story of the brother and sister on Gifted, because I just thought, wow, that's really amazing how they're brother and sister, and they're separated. One's a good guy, and one's a bad guy, but they 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 share dreams, and in their dreams, they're constantly like being like. What are we gonna do? What are mm-hmm. we gonna do? Mm-hmm. And they're they're challenged with this. There's like this moral challenge of what to, what they should do, and I thought that was there was something beautiful about that that related to us as humans. This is White Ribbon Highway, track six, parallels. <laughs> So talk to me about track seven, either or. Mm, yes. Again, duality, either or, mm-hmm. one, two. It's another investigation into uh, the self. Uh, it's an it, it, it's it's related to duality in the fact mm-hmm. in in the in the idea and the concept that it is a self reflection. Mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that's me speaking to myself. It actually was inspired by Christian leaving my job. No, really? The the lyrics were inspired no originally by that. Um, and it wasn't... It, Which particular lyrics, though? Well, it's... Because it, it, I have questions about lyrics that I want to ask you, but now I'm... Now I'm <laughs> peaked. The, the... My own headspace... Mm-hmm. Before Christian arrived, and then Christian arrived, and then Christian left, and the headspace that then returned, that was the either or. It was, there was like it, it, I had my own internalization 
of of who I am. And I kind of was able to kind of relax that a bit when he was there. And then when he left, I had to then white knuckle it again. No shit. So I had this kind of like, oh, are you the soldier? Are you the spy? Are you the song? Are you the muse? Suddenly I had to like figure myself out again in my daily existence. And uh... Sidebar, Christian is my partner. And uh, Eric and Christian work together. And uh, wow, I does he know this? Does Christian know this? I don't think so. I can't wait to... <laughs> I, I'm going to edit this shit together and play this for him. That's... Wow. I didn't know that. It was a, it was a very big flip. And I, on a side note, for me to write music, one of the reasons there was a 10-year gap is because I had so many years that I didn't have any... For me to write, I need I need cataclysmic things to happen. Oh. So the first record that you haven't heard, but I'll send it to you. Uh, um, I love that. It, it was me um, leaving uh, my ex of five years and meeting Jose. Like it, there was there was this huge change, and my mm. the band I was in broke up. I met somebody new. Like all this stuff happened all at once. So it created a new record. Ten years went by, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Then we had to abruptly move from the apartment that I'd been in forever. We were going to buy a house upstate. We we canceled that. Mm-hmm. Like all these changes happened. My mom got cancer. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like boom, 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 boom. And then for the first time ever, I got a coworker that worked, and then <laughs> and then all of a sudden left. And so there was just. It, it, it was like these, all these things happened and it just worked because I wrote another record. <laughs> so, uh, he would be thrilled to know that. So, um, and he will know that. either or, either or happened probably because of Christian. Probably. I think so. Holy shit. All right. So this is white ribbon highway track seven, either or. so hard because I understood I think what you were talking about um, and the lyric reads our worst enemy lives within signed the dotted line gave away the gift took too much wasted time mm. yeah. talk to me about that well this is my viewpoint of human beings with social media this yeah. is really just yeah. my song about social media. Okay. About Facebook and Twitter and 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 Instagram and I don't know what all the, the there's Snapchat and all there's so many now that I don't even know. But it's like this new culture of um what is this new culture of? Uh I was I was lucky enough to grow up on both sides of the spectrum, so like like as a little kid, like we had rotary phones and me too, girl. You know, so like to if you wanted to hang out with somebody, you had to like go to their house and like you had to like actually like physically like speak to somebody. And now there's like 
full uh, accounts of people who you don't even really know what they look like. Oh, Instagram influencers and yeah. things that actually make money. Yeah. And stuff. And I feel like human beings are actually declining because of it. I just feel that's... If I'm wrong, fine, I'm wrong. But I feel like, um, you know, we we took too much and we gave away the gift. We exactly. gave away... Exactly. We gave away what makes us precious. Wasted time. Wasted time. Well, I mean, that for me, that's more of a personal thing. Sometimes... I reference myself instead of just the human beings of the world. Well, yeah, but I think, like, again, you know, your your job as an artist is to kind of, like, hold a mirror to all of us. Yeah. And so I think that lyric perfectly articulates what a lot of us are feeling. I mean, it's weird for, for me. Sure. The existence of time, like, time... Hours, minutes, the calendar that it was created by mankind. Exactly, all of it, all of it. So time. we created fact, our own yeah. ending, in a way. We are born and we cease to exist. Yeah. So it's just it's a fucked up kind of thing to be like, oh, like we limit ourselves. It's so fucking meta. It's it's like meta, 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 <laughs> meta, meta. Like, but I do think that I'm gonna say this again, you know. We have artists like you that can articulate what we're all feeling in such a beautiful way. Like this album, I'm going to say it again, it's a, it's a joyous, disturbing, but ultimately healing vehicle that we all need. It's why we need the arts. Mm-hmm. I'm in this strange place because I was born in 1977. I'm a Scorpio, but I'm considered a wounded healer. So... So you're like a Pisces like me. I'm constantly... I'm forever, my entire life, wounded. But I'm able to, because of my wounds, able to heal others. And so I feel like White Ribbon Highway kind of does that job. I'm able to... by. By going through my own experiences, I'm able to then create music mm. that other people can listen to and can then themselves heal whatever they need to be healed with from. Yeah. That's my hope. This is White Ribbon Highway, track eight, Tangles. So in between song eight and song nine, there's a longer interlude, and it's uh, it's this, it's just the sound of people on the subway. Uh huh. But there's a acoustic guitar playing some music. That's actually the demo of song two from my first record. If you were lis- if you were to listen to it. Um, it's it's very similar to that little awesome. acoustic guitar number that happens in between eight and nine. So tell me about something we talked about at the very beginning, where there's this broad, from beginning to end, um, beautiful cacophony, and then each track is sort of, you know, played laid on it on top of it. How did you think about that? It's a recurring theme. So my first record, White Ribbon Highway 1, in 2009, 10 years ago, in between each song was found sound. And it was just of 
different places around the city. And it, it was it was like my love letter to New York City. Mm. This new one had more attention paid towards duality, escapism. So a lot of the sounds were actually recorded in Santorini, Greece. What's happening in Santorini, Greece? It's just like people and, and boats. Oh and, my God. And yeah. Um, it doesn't read as Greece, Santorini, Greece, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I put a little bit of like a reverb on it. So it kind of had a little bit of mystery to it. And then there's um, some recordings from Ridgewood from outside the new apartment of like rainwater flowing down the drain gutter. Different, it's just sounds. Um, there's sounds recorded from uh, of a rainstorm from the windows in my dining room in the new apartment. Mm. Just like rain on the windowsill. Um, I think it kind of sneaks in a little bit in, in um, track eight. When I say uh, like rain on window panes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's it, it, it's supposed to be a little bit of that like uh, TV static. I, I I want some of that like white noise ambience. Right, right. Yeah, I reference that a lot just because I feel like in those moments um, is when we're able to kind of get outside of uh, the headlines, right, that are constantly being thrown at us, and we can just kind of breathe and and go oh, okay i did not expect santorini greece but i hear and i think it's l- lovely that it, it's sort of open to interpretation because i hear like distant sirens and you know just the sounds that we have yeah we live in new york city and we have these random sounds but it's, di- it's sort of the way you mixed it just sounds in a weird way to actually use these words like beautiful noise. It could almost be anywhere. It could almost be anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. In a way, they're some they're meant to be that way because it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you have your emotions and your thoughts and 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 everything that you deal with on a daily basis. It doesn't matter where you are. That's a really good You point. have to live with that. But you can choose to put yourself in a space you can mentally put yourself in a place and spiritually put yourself in a place mm-hmm. where you can feel certain things mm-hmm. and hopefully the music helps universality of noise no matter where you are really if you break it down it kind of all sounds the same yeah in a, in a way and, and you've done this really beautiful thing about tweaking it in terms of the sound I think anybody listening to this, whether they're Greek or, you know, from this tiny village in Estonia or wherever, there's enough, like, sounds that sound like where they live. Yeah. Which I think is really amazing. Yeah. When I was in Greece, I was like, I want to record sounds and I want to take them back home and I want to incorporate them into the record in some way, but I want them to feel familiar to everyone. Mm. So it was definitely like my intent. And I knew that they were going to be in-betweens. I knew they were going to be in-between songs. Mm-hmm. I knew that those were going to be things that led you from one song to another. But I didn't know how they were going to connect to the themes of song before and song mm-hmm. after until after it happened. And now that it's happened, I'm like, okay, so the whole idea, the whole concept of being a person in another country, in another part of the world, and that feeling, and that kind of duality, meeting your home, life, day-to-day world, Mm -hmm. and duality, how those come together, those kind of interpretations, and those the way they cross together, I think then painted a a bigger picture. And so I think that's why those work with the record and with those songs is the whole thing together paints a picture. It's the, it, 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 it steps outside of a box and it says something Exactly. that's like, it's like stepping outside of your own body and looking down and going, Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Instead of being 
confused by all the intricacies of our daily and social media and Facebook and Fox News and our president and it's like whoa, 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 whoa. let's just let's just let's just it's almost like um, guiding you through some sort of experience. Um, it's meant to be a, a, an experience. Exactly. From a exactly. from beginning to end. Yeah. It's not meant to be singles. Even though I mean, you know, I did a video. I I I Which made I, love. I made did a I, single for two did for I tell for you that I love the video. It's so sexy. I meant to It was so you. random. It was just like a random like one evening we were out in the city and we had the camera. Jose had the camera because he wanted to take pictures for work. Uh-huh. And we were like going over the Williamsburg Bridge and I had the camera and I'm like, I'm just going to film this. And I did it and I filmed it and then I like super extreme, like concentration, uh, super extreme color and and contrast and flipped it on itself and then did a little bit of like (coughs) singing back and put it together and there was a video. I thought it was amazing. The thing is, is, and Jose was like, oh my God, it looks like the album cover. I'm like... We exactly. we were like let's let's keep in theme. <laughs> no, exactly. It's, and it's so all accidental. Like there was no planning on any of it. It just happened. I love the genius better. of just instinctual art. Me too. Meta. It's so meta, but it's so important. <laughs> let's take a little break and a little segue, and we'll get to the last track. Do you want to talk about the last track? Yeah, totally. So the last track on the album. Revelation. Revelation, bitch. So it's one lyric. It's one line. You repeat over and over again. I don't. So. I, I don't know where it came from. I, it's something that just kind of happened. But I. I realized very quickly that when you. When I do that, or when a person does that, um, it becomes a meditation and it becomes a trance. Yes. yes. And it, you know, I, I, I told, I've told other people, I'm like, yeah, when you listen to my record, get stoned, <laughs> drop acid, take mushrooms. It's, it's definitely something that is much more easily appreciated when your senses are heightened because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like. Meant for like pumpkin spice latte girl, like it's not meant for like super like sober connected. It's meant Thank for you. it's meant for somebody who's gonna who who instinctually wants to kind of transcend a little bit. I think I am too. Fuck the pumpkin spice crowd. Like, <laughs> but honestly, but but no, but I like repetition with little inflections of difference. But you're supposed to feel. It's supposed to make you kind of feel like a mantra. I like mantras. It feels that way. It feels a lot of the record is mantra. There's a lot of repetition, and it's a lot of ones and twos. Listen, at the end of this interview, I'm going to put the link to the bandmate site or whatever. Oh, Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah. Bandcamp. And then people need to hear it. And like, like I said. There, you got the repetition, mm-hmm. a sequel for the history books. Mm. We're repeating ourselves over and over again. Exactly. I kind of think that mankind is doing the same thing again that we did probably like a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. It's just with different technology. Let's end here and have a listen to the final track, Revelation.
to Eric Shepard for his time and sharing his insights and creation method. Uh, you can purchase the album White Ribbon Highway from bandcamp.com. Way Off the Record has been written, produced, and edited by Scott Ambrosino, also produced by Christian Hernandez, and music by Eric Shepard from his new album, White Ribbon Highway. Thanks for listening.